when a decision needs to be made, it'll, you make the decision and then you can actually move forward. When we're stuck in this purgatory of trying to figure out, should I go left or should I go right? We're stagnant. Nothing's actually happening. We're not growing our business. We're not getting new clients. We're not getting more sleep. We're not getting less sleep. We're not exercising. We're not actually doing anything. It's a waste of time. So learning how to be more decisive is absolutely paramount to becoming obsessed with execution. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity, and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast. The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they want to live. I'm a sales and business coach. I've trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm full of sarcasm and wit, and it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space, own your space, and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. You know, when I sit down and I record these episodes, I often try not to mention what time of the day it is and just go into saying hello. But there's a very important reason for why I'm mentioning what time it is today. And it's because it's just after 6 o'clock in the morning. It's a Saturday when I'm recording this. And this is the pocket of time that I'm able to record this. Now, 6.30 isn't early, but I'm not an early riser. I have three young kids and especially on the weekend, I like to sleep in as much as I can. <laughs> but it's not much because kids love to wake up early on the weekends. But I say all of this because getting this podcast recorded, getting these podcast episodes recorded are something that is important to me or something that is important to me. And as I get more and more established in my business, as I see greater and greater strides in my business, I'm seeing that I have to become obsessed with execution. And I realize the importance of executing on the things that I say that I'm going to say. At the beginning of my business journey, I found that I was a really good list maker. I was a really good researcher. Um, and I still am. <laughs> I can make a list out of anything. Um, and I'm still, I love the art of researching. Uh, but I've realized that you have to learn how to execute. You can't just be a gatherer. You need to be able to get things done. Um, and ever since I became obsessed with execution, and being obsessed with execution is different than this hustle culture of, you know, sleep when you're dead. I do not believe in that at all. Um, we can leave that conversation for another episode. But today, I want to talk about how to become an expert in execution. And once I finish recording this episode, I might very well go back to sleep <laughs> and see if I can get in another 20 minutes of R&R time before my kids wake up. 
but that's often what it takes to become an expert expert at execution. Once my kids wake up, I know that I'm not going to be able to record this episode. It's going to be too loud in the house. Right now, I'm sitting in a coat closet. I typically record my episodes in a closet, whether my kids are home or not. My friend Amy Perkins, she taught me that. (laughs) I'll leave a link to her podcast in the show notes because she has a really, really, really fantastic podcast about finding joy um, in your life. But anyways, so today we're talking about how to become an expert at execution because I do believe that is a huge differentiator between those that end up successful and successfully claim their space in business and in their industries and in their profession with their clients and ultimately those that don't. Okay. So number one, I want to talk to you about what I just mentioned, which is finding pockets of time. Okay. So probably one of the most slap you in your face things <laughs> that I realized once I um, started my own business is I'm in charge of everything. And I don't mean it in the silly way. I mean it in the, I am an expert in sales and I still feel a little uncomfortable saying that, but I'm I'm getting, trying to become more comfortable as I get my clients to become comfortable saying that they are experts in their spaces. You have to learn how to find pockets of time because when I started my business, I realized like, oh shoot, like you're in charge of everything. You're in charge of marketing. You're in charge of not just business development, which is what you're good at, which is drumming up business. I'm in charge of marketing, building my website, sending out the email, you know, the the finance side, keeping track of everything, collecting data, um, onboarding clients, offboarding clients, like everything. And I went from working in corporate where I had a team. I had a team of people who were helping me do things and you don't realize how invaluable a team was. And believe me, I was someone who was so appreciative of my team and how my team helped me do my thing. I'm very much a, I'm a team orientated person, but you just don't realize like how much there is to do. <laughs> so, you know, if you are going to become an expert at execution so that you can actually accomplish things as you claim your space you're gonna have to learn how to find pockets of time so this right now the recording of this episode is me finding a pocket of time i woke up with this recording of this podcast episode on my mind and looking up at the dark ceiling and i'm like this is a pocket of time belinda this is a pocket of time where you're gonna be able to record this episode in the quiet that you need so take advantage of it right another way you can find pockets of time so for those of you who maybe are just stumbling across this episode i am someone who helps people leverage growing a personal brand on linkedin in order to sell build their pipelines grow their businesses and so the way that i teach linkedin is i teach people how to leverage linkedin in pockets of time find 15 20 30 minutes to and focus that time on sending messages or focus that time on commenting or focus that time on updating your profile and not needing four hours of time in order to build up your presence on the platform so um it's about hey i've like for instance maybe i misgaged how long it was going to take me to get somewhere so i get there you know 20 minutes early okay cool this is a pocket of time what can i do in this pocket of time maybe you know on my to-do list i've got you know etching out or like figuring out 
how to get to inbox zero. So I got 20 minutes. Let me go into my inbox and start deleting things, right? Um, you've got to find those moments of 10 minutes, five minutes where you can respond to comments within your community um, or you can show some love to those who are in your community. But finding pockets of time allows you to be an expert at execution. And this segues really, really, really nicely into point number two, which is you've got to become more decisive. So I'm not a naturally decisive person. I don't want to say I was born a people pleaser, but because of my life circumstances, I definitely have been a people pleaser. And so it's great because people pleasers, people tend to like people pleasers, but it makes you exhausted. And <laughs> it also makes it really hard for you to make a decision. So in my journey, I've had to learn how to become more decisive because if you have a 10 minute, if you have a 10 minute pocket of time, you can't waste half of it trying to decide what's the most optimum way for me to use these 10 minutes you gotta make a decision in 20 or 30 seconds and then go so now you have nine and a half minutes of time to do something versus wasting half of it trying to figure out how you can be perfect and how you can what's the most perfect way for me to use these 10 minutes that's not what life is about and i had to learn and 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 i feel like the saying is a double-edged sword but whatever there's a saying that says done is better than perfect and i think in most circumstances right done is better than perfect i think so often we we judge ourselves like we are brain surgeons right we judge ourselves like we are in a life and death situation and we apply that thinking and that metric to everything deciding what you're going to do with 20 minutes of time is not the same as trying to save someone an operating table and we need to understand the difference so that we aren't crippled by being unable to make decisions and so i've had to learn and i've had to hire a coach and work with a coach to help me with my confidence so that i know that one i can make the decisions right so i can be more decisive so that i can take advantage of the time that i have and i can get things done and get out of my own way but it's also that even if things don't work out i'm going to be okay i'm either going to be okay or i'm going to figure it out and you need to have that confidence so that again you can actually get stuff done okay so number 1 finding pockets of time and then number 2 becoming more decisive okay when you're going to execute on something even if you let's say for example you've hired a a website designer to help you develop your website you're gonna have to make decisions and you need to be able to be more decisive you need to be able to look at the scenario and say okay this is the course i'm going to take so one of the things that has helped me when it comes to being more decisive is what is the goal for this time or what is the goal for ultimately making this decision so if my designer is coming to me with a decision of okay do you want your website to look like this or look like that i think about okay what is the ultimate goal of my website what is it that i need my website to do and then i measure and then it helps it becomes easier for me to make a decision and ultimately 
be more decisive. And number three, I need you to think about why you're doing this for you, why you're making any move, any particular decision for you. So I was teaching a class earlier this week and I was talking about the, you know, really good, solid business advice that people are you know, hear all over social media about, you know, why are you doing this for your clients? Why do you do what you do for the people that you serve? And that's super duper duper important. But one of the things that I feel that isn't, there isn't enough time spent talking about it and people thinking about it is why are you doing what you do for your clients for you? What's your motivating factor? What's the thing that makes you hop out of bed in the morning and make that decision to help your clients and make that decision to not just throw in the towel and decide that you don't want to do this anymore. You know, when I started my business, I really needed time freedom. I had a one and a half to two hour commute each direction in order to work at the company that I was working at. And it was just, it was, it was honestly, it was killing me. Um, I wanted to help people. I wanted to change the way that, that people look at sales and selling and how we sell to one another. But I have a why that has absolutely nothing to do with my clients. It has nothing to do with the transformations that they're going to get from working with me. The battery in my back to get out of bed, the battery in my back to make, you know, to reach out to dreamy clients, to put out content. Yes, it has everything to do with the transformation that people are going to have by interacting with my content or working with me as a coach and consultant. But I also know that I'm doing this for me too. It's not just about everyone else. And I think that that is a missing element in execution for people because if you aren't driven by your own motivation, the wanting to get out of that, the financial freedom, the time freedom, like it was for me, then it makes it easy for you to decide not to do something or it makes it easy for you to decide that you are going to do something or that you absolutely do need to move forward. So I want you to sit and I want you to think for a little bit about why is it that you are making a particular decision for you? How is it going to move you closer? Or maybe how is it going to thankfully take you away from something that you do not want in order for you to be able to become obsessed with actually getting things done? I, in my life, have wasted so much time not moving, not executing. And I sat and I really began to study and pay attention to the behaviors of people who are obsessed with execution. And you know who's obsessed with execution? CEOs. You know who's obsessed with execution? People who lose 60 pounds. You know who's obsessed with execution? The people who are actually getting and moving forward on their goals. And so there are three things you've got to do if you are going to become someone who's obsessed with execution. You're going to find the box of time so that you can actually get things done. You're not going to be worried about this is going to take me two hours and I have to find a two hour chunk. If you've got to break up that two hours into four hour, 30 minute segments or four 30 minute segments, then that's what you're going to do because you're obsessed with getting things done. You're going to become more decisive so that you are actually getting things done and you're not spending 5, 10, 15 minutes 
30 hours just trying to come to a decision. There are times and decisions in your life and in your business when you absolutely want to take that level of care, but it can't be in everything that you move forward on. The thing that's helped me become more decisive is understanding why I'm doing absolutely everything for me and not just for my clients, not just for my loved ones, not just for my friends, not just for society in general, but for me. What am I getting out of making this decision and moving into the execution phase? Right. So anyways, I hope that all of that was helpful or useful to you in some way. In the last six months, so to give you a time stamp in the, in the latter half of 2020, since I've become obsessed with making decisions in my business and in my life and becoming obsessed with the idea of I need to execute, I need to move, I need to get things done. I've been able to move forward in my personal life and in my professional life in ways that I couldn't have even imagined a year ago. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, I'd love if you would subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to be listening to your podcasts. And if you really, really liked this episode, I'd appreciate if you left me a rating on iTunes. I hear it does some really good things for the algorithm and for you to tell an entrepreneur friend about it too. And if you are on Instagram, I'd love for you to take a screenshot and to share your thoughts with me over in an Instagram story. Uh, You can find me at Belinda.Ramity. And if you are trying to figure out exactly who your dreamy clients are, I invite you to download my free dreamy client mapping worksheet. All of the details, including my Instagram handle, can be found in the show notes. So I just want you to remember that this is your time to claim your space. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. And thanks again for joining me.